episode 13. Lucky number 13. Gee, I was it's either, the same thing. either lucky or it's not so lucky. Yeah. We're going to go lucky, though. I'm feeling lucky. Um, episode 13 of Sports Banter with <laughs> Mr. Peanut. And the Polar Bear. And the Polar Bear. We got a little energy, a little pop today. That's right. We got a lot of shit going you know, on. Let me Dean get a Spanos little... is a sack of shit. <laughs> and we're rolling We covered into that it. already. <laughs> and we will continue to cover that because Dean Spanos... Bad guy. Bad guy. Bad guy. Two words. Bad guy. Bad guy. Could be a shirt idea. There you go. We're coming with the pearl. I mean, if anything... We're coming with the pearl. If anything, you're looking in the dictionary. Bad guy and it's Dean Spanos' face. Let's... <laughs> it's an easy shirt to endorse. Yeah, he's up. Anyways. <laughs> uh, let's dive in. Shall we? I'm down. We shall. Uh, UFC weekend. 260. We'll start there, since that's what we ended on. And we had heavyweight fight. Francis Ngannou's TPA. Miocic. Two. Amazing. And it was explosive. It was it was more than explosive. It was I thought the guy died. First of all first of all, hand up. I was incorrect. And the hand went up for those who can't see. Hello, I was correct. Miocic. God smoke. Man. Handled it with Dude, class. He took that right. Oh yeah. Just... It's you know, Nganu is on a different wave right now. He like I said in the build up last time, he's once he catches you. It's like a bear or something yeah. is on you. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean... And he's so damn big. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't... It's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, I guess my... That's a really good word for it. It's horrifying because you're seeing two men at the height of their their level of performance. And one of them just gets clipped. Mm. And you don't expect... I mean, honestly, I, I'll be honest. Did not expect it to happen that way. I thought they'd be slugging it out like devastating. Just... Once he got hit, yes. I was I in my mind I go ooh. Yeah. Once he when you hit the ground like that and you don't really have <laughs> yeah any wherewithal. Yeah. And then he threw one more and then it's like okay this has to stop. I mean let's put it this way as a ref for that how the fuck I mean he tried. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> this Here's... that I think that's the craziest uh, part about the sport is that. Until the ref like splits you up, you're knocking you, the shit you're, out of the You're guy. in there, yeah, because you're waiting for him to call it. So he got one more in, and he, no reaction at all. He was already out. <coughs> He's like um, a dead fish. Jeez, man, Ingano. I mean, he what, just, what can you say? And there's now, not much more I could say. Even that motherfucker it was knocked sick. him. If you haven't seen that, I mean, that's a quick YouTube search yeah. that will fulfill your fancy. And I think <laughs> you know, I think we were we both went into it wanting something like that to happen, yeah. but. Again, in my mind, I always I I thought I wanted, but thought it was going to be more of hey, let's we're swinging it out, we're duking it out, like we're exchanging blows. But man, you know Ganu just fucked him up. You know it's scary. The last four fights have been knockouts. Yeah, and he's won them all. So, I mean, look out. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I don't even know. Again, I'm not familiar with where. You know, I know there's certain rankings with it with the UFC at, at different weight classes. I don't know who's next. Oh, I'm hearing John Jones is next. No way. Yeah, that's the that's the big one. So he's gonna because be... John Jones wanted to fight so, Brock Lesnar. Okay, let's go. Like... They offered. Uh, I think it was it was pretty recent. It was like eight to eleven million or something that they offered John Jones to fight. He's like, oh, it needs to be way more than that. Honestly, I'm like, eh, I don't know. He might just be a little. I don't think scared. How but... much? How much coke can you buy with it? <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I think so. I would enough for John Jones. <laughs> um, I will say I. I would I, watch it. Hundred percent. Oh hell yeah! I mean, I would love to see that fight. I think it's because we've been waiting for John Jones to be 
on a certain... He's got to be... I mean, that's... If he wins that fight, that test alone, scariest dude in the world, Francis Ngannou, and he wins yeah. that, I mean, I don't even know where you go from there. If you're I don't... I, I mean... Then you're well, a little well, to say it. I'll tell you this. to say it, Mercado quote, he would be the Floyd Mayweather of MMA. Well, he's got to pass a drug test first. <laughs> I th- yeah. Well, sometimes... He fights, and then they figure it out later, so he might not have to. He's got to do a drug test. There's too much well, shit yeah, around obviously. him. obviously. There's way too Let's much. Let's say he's clean to get in there, Let's say he's and he's clean. facing this giant yeah, man. If he's clean, which, and he's, there's a lot of publicity around him being, a lot of social media publicity, if you will, resembles him being clean. Yeah. You know? Um, and God, I, I really hope he does. I understand that, you know, addiction is not, it's fucking right, crazy right. to deal with. And I get I I will say I am joking about it and it's not cool to joke about it. But I I mean feels bad. It, I, it feels I no bad. I don't feel bad. I mean the guy's had multiple opportunities to correct oh, his life. Yeah. And he's he's fucked it up. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna bring it up. Number sure. two is I do understand that addiction is hard. But when you've been when you're on that type of, you know, stage stage of life, you have to be the best representation of yourself. Right. And I also think on the other side, it's now we're getting into the weeds here. Yeah, we are celebrity a bit. life, but it's also harder when you have all that access. Anyways, <laughs> let's go strictly to the fight. Here. Yeah. Um, I, let's just put it this way: we'd love to see it, love and we hope it. that it happens. That's yeah. You know, there's a lot of factors that could come into play, but fuck, we want to see it. That would be, and you know, Dana White's the best at making those Dude, fights happen. Dana White so. will put John Jones in a fucking hole and say, you're not getting anything <laughs> but food and working out. That's it. And he'll do to it. To make that happen. To make I that mean, happen. I mean, that would be a giant fight. And, oh, man, but on the other so side, cool. when Nganu won, they showed uh, Cameroon, his home country, just going bananas. He, it I, was the coolest thing. I do have a lot of respect for that aspect, is that you want your country behind you. Mm-hmm. And when you have that... Well, especially like, like a poor country like Cameron. And too. he's also very upfront with educating people about his country. I mean, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. Do not. A lot of his... I've, I've followed him ever since I started understanding who he was on in UFC. He is he's constantly, awesome constantly posting about his country. Mm-hmm. About how he tries to incorporate his influence on the country too Mm -hmm. i mean i just have a lot of respectful i have a lot of respect for people who push their country especially when you're fighting in the usa or vice versa you're able to you know you're representing your country as the Mm -hmm. best person that you can be and it's got i I mean i'm tip the cap to the man for that but his instagram is filled dude there's videos of him like working out with rocks and shit oh yeah that's the fucking that's why he's ripped his shit (laughs) but uh to that point uh, they asked him after he won, like, what do you want to do with the belt? And he was like, I want to put it somewhere in Cameroon up high. So like in a village or something. So the kids can like look at that's it so cool. and aspire to that. be like something. He's like, I don't know. That's kind of the best idea I have for it. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, it's like as simple as that, you know, given like to have that mentality of like, and he is, I don't know if you've checked out Joe Rogan's podcast of like how he even escaped you know, Cameroon and different countries no, I to get but I will here. Listen to that. Crazy story. Really? Um, you know, he's been through it all. I, I can only imagine. A lot more than most people. So he's <laughs> talking about a crazy life arc. He's gone through it all to be the, you know, heavyweight chamber of the world, which isn't like the mecca of life, but you know, to but be to where him he's, it could be. Oh yeah. I mean you and went from nothing to everything. Yeah. You know? So and then so the fa- 
bringing it back to the point he wants to get the belt and have it to something where kids like him who grew up can aspire to be him. I mean, that's that's very phenomenal. It's very commendable and as a fighter. I like that aspect of UFC too because there's people from everywhere and a lot of most of the fighters carry their flag out there and it's like there's a massive pride thing that goes along with uh, yeah, and, and I'm not saying that every fighter is like this, but I mean, there's... No, not me either. I'm saying just the ones that do represent their country when they, you know, they show the flag. It's cool when they bring out the flag, you haven't seen like, oh, shit, where's this guy from? Exactly, but I guess what I'm trying to comment on is is the fact that normally we get to see guys walk out with their flags, but then with Nganu, we actually get to see the impact that he's oh yeah immediately made i mean come on man i mean talking about putting the belt up and again i don't other fighters may have said this but to talk about putting the the belt up somewhere to where a kid in your country can aspire to be you i mean that that's very 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 genuine genuine and he shows i mean i hate i i don't i was about to say i hate to say it no no i mean i hate to say it it. it's, it's very much how we see Kobe, right? Yeah. <laughs> For basketball and in the United States. Ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> what a point. Yeah. It's, you know, it's Mamba mentality. Exactly. In Cameroon, it's Nganu mentality. I get to see this. I mean. And, it, you know, hate to cut you off, but. Um, no, we're good. That just made me such a bigger fan of him. I was like, oh, shit. Like, what an awesome answer. Yeah. You know, it's it, not like, oh, I'm going to, like parade around the strip and like you know just like show how cool i am he's like ah i don't know maybe just put it up somewhere high so and i was like that's such like a simple like amazing answer yeah i love it it's just it shows how much he's respected on his fighting level but he's also respected and i always talk about this is you know to be a representative of your sport you have to do more than the sport and that that to me is you, yeah to reach that on, next level exactly of athlete, exactly right? and that's with Kobe as well yeah and and it just I I have a lot of respect for him again we we kind of went to a whole different situation there <laughs> let me sum it up yeah and Gano beat the shit out of Stipe <laughs> Miocic and now we like him yeah <laughs> uh, and is the man but what about my bracket what oh, about I can't really, my I can't bracket? really pull up my bracket because I'm currently Jeez. recording. You know, like I posted, Sweet 16, do you think you can figure it out from here? No. <sighs> so here's what happened. Dude. And I'm going to break it down from the final four that we're going to watch to, you know, back to the Sweet 16. Totally so we had Baylor in the South, Houston out of the Midwest, UCLA, unbelievable, out of the East, and the, you know, perennial favorites, Gonzaga coming out of the West. Um, the as far as the elite eight games go, uh, Gonzaga just there's not much to say there, no. and we're gonna make that really sharp and quick. They were much better than USC. <laughs> they were much better than everyone in that side of the bracket, and they are scary. They are undefeated. Done. Next, Houston, Oregon State was Didn't interesting. Game, I'll just say Houston was much bigger. That was the defining part. There you go. Houston was getting every offensive rebound. Oregon State, credit to them, they were. Kind of getting their ass whipped early, fought back to, you know, I think within three, mm-hmm. and then Houston just kind of had a few big shots and a few big rebounds to uh, seal the game up, and uh, so they they took care of Oregon State, which is kind of a bummer because yep. that would have been another huge like Oregon State in the Final Four. Am I supposed to put that on my bracket? Absolutely <laughs> not. No one there? did. 
Um, so Houston Grandma took, Nancy did. Houston She's did. winning her bracket. <laughs> Houston took that one. And they will face off against Baylor, who played Arkansas. Kind of similar. Yeah. That, um, yep. You know, they kind of took care of Arkansas at the end. The weird thing, what I said to one of my buddies Excuse when we were, the game was going on, I go, Baylor is a team that they'll go on a 12-0 run, and then they just won't do anything for three minutes. And then they'll go on a 12-0 run. Yeah, they are just I agree. crazy That's defensive, funny that you bring that up. crazy fast. Yeah, it, it's funny you bring that up because I'm, now I'm starting to think about it. Is Man, you're really right. It's that weird. It's almost like lulls. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then the, they're like, oh, shit, we're in a lull. Yeah, and the fact that they've gotten this far in March Madness and played in that uh, that way is very, very... It's very interesting to see because, I mean, no, normally when we think of March Madness, you always have to be on your game, mm-hmm. you know, and to have a team kind of hit those peaks and valleys during a game, you, you guys, what are we doing? Right. They're, Figure it they're, out. They're, their peaks are much better than their valleys, yeah. I think, which is the point. Uh, electric guy on that team is, I think his name's something, Mayers. He's got a full-on mullet, though, oh, just yeah. drains threes, <laughs> can dunk. I'm like, this, this fucking guy. <laughs> There's some guy on the bench who's like, yeah, I'll do it with you too. And you, they just zoom in on him. So, you know, credit to him for uh, getting a little camera time. There you go. But That's I absolutely, the only way to do absolutely it. love that dude's look. Electric. And, you know, maybe he comes to Laker. I'll, buy, I'll get a jersey. Mark it. Uh, and then, yeah. yeah and then, Michigan, UCLA. And if, if, Michigan, if Michigan wins the game... I'm in, like, second place of the bracket. If, let's put it this way. If Michigan won, I'm sitting at first, and oh, I'm staying at man. first. And I'm Probably watching the game. Probably would have won it. Probably would have oh, won Oh, yeah. It. Like, no one had Michigan, and for right reason. My God. Well, I I, I mean, I... Hey, no, hey, it was hey. me and you. I had them, too. No, okay. But they were... Every Over game they played... <laughs> yeah. Every game they played, I'm like, ugh, this team. They stink. Yeah. They absolutely stink. Michigan's guards just d- don't shoot the ball. It was the weirdest thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it's just like, it's like <laughs> there's no words for it. Every every possession, they're trying to get a lamp every single time. So the guys down low, granted they have this great center and they have a big, you know, couple forwards. There's three guys on him. He's still trying to hit the lamp. Can we pass the ball out? No. Can we pass it around? And the guards are open and they're not they're not shooting the ball. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, I I saw the same thing and it's just. I don't know. We talked about... I can't remember who we talked about with game plans last week. Um, but was that their game plan? Like, what... Oh, Illinois. I think. Yeah, yeah, is it... I think it comes down to... Big you know, Ten. It's Big Ten the, bullshit is what the, it is. <laughs> it's crazy. The Big Ten bullshit. That could be a shirt. <laughs> it just... Yeah, popular one. Yeah, it'd be a huge... I mean, we'd sell millions. That's trademarked by Sports Banter. <laughs> don't try and yeah. steal that. Yeah, don't even think about it. Yeah. Um, we will come after this you. This is Rick's brain. This We will come after you like D is coming after Dean. That's right. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm a loss for words. The, the fact that layups or no layups, mm. you got to fucking move the ball. Crazy. That's, and, and you know what? I want to say before that game, I was listening because you know how they do, they do like a, uh, like a quick run around like, hey, what's your expectations yeah, yeah. for the game? And I'm pretty sure... Charles Barkley was like, they got to pass. They got to pass. You got to move the ball around, and or it may have been at halftime actually. Yeah, but still, I mean, the fact the fact of it, of it is is we talked about it before. Make your fucking adjustments. Ugh. That's on Ugh. the coaching staff. I hate so, to say that it was so bad. It, it, it just and even so, they're still in the game. And I don't want to talk just about Michigan. UCLA, awesome game. 
They are fun to watch. And without yeah. the bracket, I'm rooting for UCLA. They're like, no question. The underdog, uh, you know, Southern California team. I do uh, love The 11 UCLA. seed. Um, and they played tremendous defense. I do like their coach, Mick Cronin, Irish guy, a little short Irish guy, just yelling everywhere, he does running up and, running up and down the sideline, stomping his exactly. ass Exactly. You know what's crazy is I was watching that uh, UCLA <laughs> and the Alabama game, and dude, dude that, yeah, we'll get into that. For that sure. guy fucking, <laughs> he's like four feet into the bat and under oh, the yeah. court, and I'm he's I, an intense. I SMB. always think about it. I go, isn't the ref going to tell him to back up? Like, I think the ref might be a little intimidating. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, like, hey, Mick, then, hey, Mickey, back up. Right <laughs> oh, man. Actually, you know what? The Sweet 16 games were great. I'm looking at this sheet right now because obviously UCLA, Bama, Arkansas, Oral Roberts was almost electric. I mean, it was electric. Well, I mean, Oral I, Roberts didn't pull it off. I know you glanced over the UCLA Alabama game, but I mean. Overtime and to get to overtime with a three, uh, it ruined a lot of people's brackets. That, that it, yeah, I mean, no, I was gonna go back. No, I don't know. <laughs> you, fucking, you got Patrick Jr. on your mind throwing right. snowballs at me. See, now he's on, he's already owns real estate in your head, hasn't even been a glimmer of thought. That's right. Can't, <laughs> wait, till that, can't wait till that kid's born. <laughs> Don't throw shit at me. Uh, Bama, yeah, kind of they play, they kind of played Bama UCLA played the like same shit. way as Michigan played UCLA, which maybe just UCLA is good, but. What was awesome was the buzzer beater oh. three pointer to tie the game, put it in OT. Dude, fucking oh my screamed God. my ass off. Pretty yeah. sure I awoke the dead. <laughs> yeah, that was a fi- that was a fist in the air. Like yes, yeah, I love this shit. Horse <laughs> <laughs> madness. It was the best. Actually, I was watching. I think it went viral on like Instagram barstool. They're doing like a oh watch yeah, I party, saw that. And they're all just like sitting there, and it happens like no oh, fuck. <laughs> Dave Portnoy, yeah, and then people are just literally—they're in a bar or something, which is a great. Highly recommend watching it in a bar. Yeah, if you have that buzzer beater moment, which almost had that with Oral Roberts and uh, Alabama, yeah. or Oral uh, Roberts and Arkansas. Yep, there you go. In Scottsdale, but didn't happen. That was close though. Missed yeah. the three just off the front, but yeah. Oral Roberts credit to them—they were in the game the whole time. They definitely put up a fight that I think a lot of people didn't expect yeah but they brought it and they mm-hmm. said you know what fuck this like we're here to we're here to play the, the consistent fight of a 15 seed is you know that's remarkable yeah and, and, and it, it it will get you far yeah and, and, like, and it did and they were right there they were exactly. i mean they win that game tell me you're baylor and you want to play all roberts i don't know i, I don't know i think it'd be who's really... the pressure on baylor, baylor. Oh, oh, yeah that's what i was getting to it's is... like you're in your mind you're like fuck guys like these guys are hot how the fuck yeah. are we going to do this? Like, just relax. <laughs> they're all Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we, they're not fucking Gonzaga. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just the last one I wanted to touch on. Just touch on because it was odd. Odd game. Loyola versus Oregon State. Didn't I watch thought, it. I thought Loyola had that easy. And Oregon State just handled them the whole game. Really? I, again, and, I didn't watch yeah, that yeah. game. So. Well, that was, I mean, that's pretty much it is... I came in thinking, Loyola, this may be a Final Four run type team. And Oregon State kind of just, you know, outran them. And I, I just, were fast break heavy, three heavy. and I, I mean, just think it's so, it's so weird how, you know, I, I think March Madness shows it a lot too. Is March Madness just shows how much those 
swings in teams can happen, and it's so cool to see. That's know? what makes it so great. Exactly. Each game is its own identity, and it does not matter no. if you're Oral Roberts, if you're Gonzaga. Like, you got to match up. You got to play for 40 minutes, and yeah, let's see where the chips fall. That's a great fall. call. I mean, Maybe we're looking at Gonzaga. UMBC beats Virginia. Yeah, I mean, you know? we're looking at Gonzaga and UCLA. I mean that. Mm. I mean that game. Yeah. Is, let's get into that. That game right there. I mean, I don't honestly, know what to think. I I don't. I really don't because, and again, this is this. It, it shows the strength of UCLA in a very respectful manner. Is that they had their, they played the harder teams. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. UCLA, UCLA did. Yeah, yeah. 100%. They, they've played harder teams. They've played more aggressive teams. Again, Gonzaga is... They are expected to run the board. Oh, yeah. But you have this team that's fucking fought tooth and nail. They were playing play game to the tourney, too. Exactly. It controlled an overtime game, in my mind, against Alabama. Yeah. They fucking... Alabama sure. shit the bed. Yeah. It just show. I mean, again, I'm, I'm, a lot of respect to UCLA in that ma- manner, but I, I'm. I think Gonzaga's a different beast, honestly, this year. Uh, they're 14 point. I was looking at my phone to find the who's the favorite. Up, I mean, it was Gonzaga, but by, by how point? much? Yeah. Oh wow! I thought it might be like 20. They've beaten every team by almost. Well, I think I think what we talked about the difficulties of the team brought that score down probably. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of Vegas being like, we don't know what to expect out of UCLA. No. And another part was that they held, uh, UCLA, I'm talking, held Michigan to 49 points. That's very low scoring. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. And Alabama minus, well, there was an overtime game, so not kind of the same level, but Alabama I'm just saying, fucked us they have a though. good, <laughs> they have great defense. Um, <laughs> Gonzaga, though, looks like. A different beast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I, 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 I commend you on that, and I, I just think, I would love. Uh, trust me, I would love UCLA to go in there. I and think though, be a huge upset. I, I, and I think what I have to say is that it's gonna be a very good fight for okay. that team. I don't see it. I think really? Gonzaga is gonna. Yeah, I think. Do you think it's an early I takeover? Too big. Do you think it's an early takeover, or do you think it's more in the second half? Hmm. Like, do you think they're controlling the game the whole time? I think it's going to... I don't know, actually. I think they might just go start to finish. Gonzaga's just in control. Okay. Um, I will say I'll this. I'll say this. Oh, we're both if, saying things. Yeah. <laughs> we're on a podcast. That's right. <laughs> um, if they go into halftime close, then I love UCLA in the second half. Okay. To kind of throw that in their head. Because no one's been close to Gonzaga yet. No. That's what I'm... I'm more... Gonzaga's... Just kind of handling their business right yeah, now, right? And I would think I think they will continue to, and you know, UCLA is going to have to. But if there's one coach that's not going to be afraid of that moment, Mick freaking Cronin, baby, go get him, <laughs> go get him, Pitbull. <laughs> I think I will say this: I think that Gonzaga is going to set the pace for the game. Yeah, that's that's 100%. how I that's how I see it. But you know, Al, I mean Alabama, UCLA has played at that level where teams are hey we're setting the pace and then ucla is almost taking it over and said no motherfucker i'll yeah well we're gonna take the pace that's over. why they're and you know respect ucla getting there i think gonzaga's kind of a juggernaut at this point uh-huh. of you know ucla's had a phenomenal run but now you're it's david goliath 100 percent. so you're so taking are i'm you taking, taking gonzaga 
Yeah, for sure. I'll take UCLA. Um, I'll With give the you spread, the spread. I'll you're take saying? the spread. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 14, 14 points, points a lot. Yeah, it is. I don't love it betting with the 14, so our degenerates out there, like, I don't know. I probably yeah. wouldn't bet it straight, like, minus 14, but in here, yes, I'll take Gonzaga. Perfect. Um, And, I, you know, I think that's – I think we both are expecting a good game. Would love a good game. Exactly. Rick's got Gonzaga. I got UCLA. He's taking this I'll forward. tell you what, though. What has surprised me the most is – Gonzaga's forward, and I said this last time, Timmy, this dude with the handlebar mustache is just a bucket. He is. He doesn't really do anything special. He just makes shots. And Which is all what? you need to do. That's the game of basketball. That's right. <laughs> so he finds a way to make shots and get rebounds and may not look that exciting, but it's 30 points for there your you team. Go. It's going to be a great game. I'm really excited. So that's on one side. And in the other, Baylor... One seed versus Houston, the two seed. A uh, very strange matchup. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know really how to put it. I mean, I'll, I'll say it early. I am going to take Baylor. Um, Baylor's I a five-point favorite, by the way. That's actually really close. Yeah, it's a lot. That's actually really, really close. Still, I'll take Baylor. Um, like you said earlier, is there have been those like dips and dives, if you will, of, yeah. the, of the Baylor team. Um. I think now, though, I mean, I'm hoping they're making a fucking correction. Is you guys got to be on, <laughs> you know, balls to the they wall still now. still ball it out, though. Like, yeah, I Even mean, with the, like, lulls, they still just, they hit, they're they a very good team. Yeah, they are. And I think, you know, if you look at the other side, like, I, I think a lot of people are pulling from Gonzaga, like yourself. Um, and just, out of those two, we'll just jump to it really quick, just as a sidebar. Yeah. Out of those two, out of Houston or Baylor, who could take on? Because let's just put it this way: Gonzaga's the favored. Mm-hmm. Who who do you think could take yeah. down Gonzaga? I would take Baylor. Those have I been would the, too. those have been the top two teams all year. Uh, Baylor's only couple losses came when their team went through like a little COVID stint and yeah. they didn't play for a while, whatever. Um, I, I will, think. Oh, go ahead, yeah, yeah. Continue. I just think that the level of Baylor's specialty is defense. Gonzaga scores a shit ton, and they have three, you know, All-America guys. Yeah. And I think those types of, uh, you know, counter strengths would be the best matchup. I think Houston, real quick, has, <laughs> has they've reached their peak of how good they are. That's exactly they, how I see it as well. Yeah, they, you know, they beat the first team in a Final Four ever to only beat, uh, you know, the every team they played a double-digit digit seed, which isn't their fault, but... No, it's still is like you yeah. played Cleveland State, Rutgers, and Syracuse and Oregon State. That's not. I mean, they should have lost to Rutgers. Yeah, that's to me. That's not. So they're kind of limping in. They're limping in. I know it's a fresh game though, so I'm not gonna harp on that. I'm just saying I don't think they're that good. I don't. I. I don't think they can match a Baylor fourteen to two run. No, and I think if I will say this. The only way that they will win, which is a huge long shot, is the fact if Baylor is not on their game. Yeah. And they're just yeah, it's fucking gonna, around. It'll come, which is how it is yeah. in every game. I don't wanna yeah, yeah. I don't wanna gloss right, over right. that at all. I guess for me it's more, you know, Houston just shouldn't be there. Let's <laughs> yeah. put it that way. I mean and I don't think a lot of people a lot of people didn't expect them to be there. Yeah. And the fact that now it's you know, you're just yeah. They uh, I take think, Baylor. <laughs> I think I think it'll come down if Houston 
was to find a route, it would be defense and rebounding. If they can out-rebound Baylor, then that will give them a shot. Tough. But Baylor, like I said, defense is their thing. They have they have each guy who's on the floor has a specific role for why he's on the floor. I yeah. think Houston's guys are really more point. athletic, and then they got a few guys who are pretty damn big, and they can be in the right spot for a rebound, which we saw with uh, freaking Oregon State. They were just standing there. They Oregon State couldn't get the ball. But, uh, you know, Baylor's not Oregon State. You're so right. I'm taking Baylor minus the five. Like it sounds like you are, too. Yeah, I'm definitely going to take Baylor. You know. That's not even that's a question. A, that's a mortal lock. Like, that's... Yeah. I'm very confident in that selection. Me, too. So, maybe go the opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> if, no, you, if you listen to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I will say, I, I mean, no matter to the decisions with, within this room and within our podcast, but I think everybody's got Baylor, and I think they all have the same mindset that we do. I think that Houston is just they got to figure this shit out. If they really want to fucking win this game, maybe they st- maybe they come out firing. Also, I just thought about this. Baylor's bench is better than Houston's bench. Fuck yeah. 100%. They got like three guys who again have their specific roles that come in and they give it, you know, what they got yeah. and they add value. So, yes, and I'm taking I, Baylor. Yeah, me too. I'm taking Baylor and then just one last thing to add and I know I touched on this at the beginning of March Madness is I am very happy that we've only had one win decision decided by COVID. Right. And, yeah, and yeah, we were, that's a great point. We were very, we were, uh, I was very, and I know Rick was as too, we were both very worried about having that potential yeah. factor yeah. go into a fucking a March Madness game. And, and we yeah. had it in the very first week and we're fine. And it was Oregon VCU, who Oregon turned out to be pretty damn good. Yeah. So they'd probably win that game anyway. Exactly. And I, I just, I, you know, it's very minute, but I thought, you know, COVID, so I might as well bring it up. <laughs> so we got a Gonzaga-Baylor final. And then when that happens, or if, if, if oh, happens. sorry, yikes. Yikes. Get oh, it's going to be so interesting. forward. Well, it'll be like UCLA-Houston, watch. And then UCLA wins it all, and my brain explodes, exactly. and there's no more banter to be had. Uh, this has happened once, one other time, where we got to add another sport to talk about. That's right. And we're getting to do it again. That's right. Because baseball is back Oh, man, I thought you were today. talking about Frisbee. <laughs> Frisbee? <laughs> Maybe uh, that one day they put the ESPN, the Ocho on. Oh, like, hell yeah. Catch oh, we'll cover it all. <laughs> yeah. We'll have but live coverage. MLB. MLB is back. You're a huge baseball guy. That's right. Love baseball. Baseball and football are my... That's your go-to. That, That's those your are my bread, bread and butter. butter. Ooh. Nice. Nice, yeah. Shimmy, shimmy. Why are you such a baseball guy? Uh, honestly, it's growing up. Like, I, I will say, I, dad forced me to play baseball. Didn't want to fucking do it. <laughs> But I loved watching baseball. Yep. I mean, my dad's okay. from Cooperstown, so Baseball Hall of Fame, it's pretty much in my blood now. Um, and it's just, you know. It is. Uh, my, I mean, me and my dad and my brothers did the same thing growing up. It's a, it's cool. Like, you go to the games with your dad. I love it. It's a slow game, so you kind of get to, like, talk Moms will never get it. Like They mom, understand They understand they don't it. understand. Yeah, exactly. But it just, you know, baseball is such... It's cool, you know. Yeah, you're and doing it, something together. Exactly, and and I I cherish the moments that I've been able to watch games with my dad. It's mm-hmm. funny whenever I watch baseball, the first thing I think of is watching it with him and seeing how you know what we would talk about. I mean, a yep. big thing for my dad <laughs> and I is we'd always talk about well, 
How do we think he's going to pitch the game? Oh, yeah. Why are they pitching it this way? What the fuck? Why are they doing a shift here? What are they doing here? <laughs> yeah. They're just, you know. Oh, dad, they hate the shift. Yeah, the shift exactly. Era. No, the Orioles, I mean, fuck. The Orioles were like, well, let's do a thousand shifts a game, but oh, we're going to lose. Orioles have had a tough go. Yeah. Well, recent. Of recent. Oh, bro, we're going to. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm yeah. not. A, well, we'll I'm not it. an Orioles fan for the next ten years because <laughs> we're not going to well, be good. Talk about a transition because that's where I once was. Oh yeah, no, I, I understand. The Padres, baby. Well, see, I'm a I'm a Oriole and a Padres fan. I'm more of a Padres fan. I'm a Padres Cubs who go. are also on the downslide. Yeah, so we watch that debacle. You know what? And that's why we're focused. On, on the, the winners. The Padres. That's Game right. one was oh, today, man. and it was Remarkable. an electric, wild woo, game. Woo, woo, woo. Um, I asked Brian when he walked in, do you think we'll lose a single game this year? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm thinking maybe the end of September when we're up 50 games in the West. <laughs> you know, we got our double-A guys in just to give, you know, Haas and Tatis a rest and... Of course, you know, they, we gotta we might, give those guys a We break. might lose by one in the, on the walk-off. Oh, I'm thinking that might be the only loss we get all year. But, <laughs> today, game one, and it was a thing of beauty. It was amazing. I mean, my God. Uh, it was great to have baseball back, but it was also great because we've anticipated this day. The energy. Oh. You could feel the energy. We talk about energy a lot in here. <laughs> but it's when it's surrounding yeah, the I'm Padres, it's, it, it, it's electric. Because, man. I mean, fans got to prove to come back, what, like? A week ago? Two weeks ago? Two weeks, I think it really and was. And to see, after the you know half season or whatever we did last, you know, the pennant race, basically last year yep. during COVID, to see Petco filled back up with the brown and the yellow and the yes. white and the new hats and everybody's got the jerseys, standing ovation. The green field. <laughs> we had, you know, our new players out there. It was great. You know, and the energy's there because we're oh, expecting big, thing, big things this year. That's right. So let's get into it. You Darvish sure. takes the mound for the pods, and Bumgarner took the mound for Continue. the Diamondbacks. I will say this. I was happy that you, Darvish, got the start. You got the nod. I was as well. I, I, and, I, I mean, let's relax. It's opening day, everyone. He's probably hyped up as well. They have the greatest day. But, that's, but let, that, to me, is fine. Yeah. You can have... It's a long you season. can have a you can have an off day. The biggest thing that Rick and I were talking about when we started this, this not the podcast, this podcast episode. Let me just clarify that <laughs> is you have to make sure that you win opening day. Correct. And you know you want the best guy on deck. You want him pitching in, um, and just you really to me is why wouldn't you put him in? No, he's, he's got experience. He can control himself in those situations. Um, I, I got nothing else to say. It was just really nice to see you, Darvish. Again, Mr. Peanut did gloss over. It wasn't that that good of a start for for Mr. You, Darvish. Well, we'll get into it. But that's, let's let's talk know. about the game. Let's talk about the game. But, yes, I think we're fine. It's okay. Fuck no, I'm not worried it's at fine. all. Yeah. <laughs> we won the game. Yeah. But if we lost... I still think we but got I, it. But you know, I always get really excited at the beginning of the, the season, opening day. Yeah. And this is even when we were bad. I'm like, you know, Potter's going to win today. It's just opening day. Like, we're do, we do great on opening day. That's and then right. the first inning comes, and Fuck. the other team scores. Yeah. like, God damn it. <laughs> and that was the same today. We've as, been down that road before. Yeah, I literally turned on the game, and, you know, who was it? Freaking Cabrera hits a single, and they score a run. It's 1-0. I'm like, yeah, here we go. Yeah. But... 
the Padres of new respond. That's right. And they had the bases loaded with one out, newcomer, and caddy, as you said, Victor Caratini from the mm-hmm. Cubs. Boom! Hits a nice little two-run single. There you go. Pods go up 2-1, and then Hosmer hits a homer. Bomb off Baumgartner, who started chirping with the umpire. He's got to always, you know. God, he's so the fucking balls, annoying. <laughs> balls are a foot outside. But I Baumgartner already have issues with Baumgartner, and now I get this shit. So it was beautiful. Hosmer hits a jack off him, and then Will Myers hits a bomb, bomb. job off him. Back mm-hmm. to back. And, you know, we put together a few different, uh, you know, doubles and singles, whatever. We ended with 6-1 to one out of that inning. I will say, and I, I know we're just kind of talking about you know, innings and things like that in the beginning of the game. <laughs> yeah. But the versatility that the Padres bats are now is mm. way oh, different. It's the best, I mean, you know, come on. How Anybody many years up there? Exactly. How many years would we go like, oh, there's Bomb. Okay, there's eight <laughs> other guys that just don't want to fucking Oh, hit. yeah. You know, I oh, mean, there's another Bomb. Oh, we got is, one this guy. This is way off game topic, and I'm just going to get this in short. I mean, Adrian Gonzalez, I'm so sorry, man. Like we didn't give you much to work with. No. And he oh he, he was hitting like he went to the Dodgers. Yeah, but Come he on. batted like three forty for us, and we didn't. He did, win. but you know what? He anyway. He went to the dark side. Anyway, um, love what he did here. Once he went over there, fuck. <laughs> no, San Diego guy. I'm in. But they're up six one. Back to the game. Back to the game, McCardle. <laughs> Talk about the goddamn game. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Six to one. Pause. Classic Rick yelling then, at me. And then Darvish. <laughs> Like we're saying, didn't have the best game. Uh, started getting a little bit of heat there in the fourth inning. Gave up a couple homers. They re uh, yank, and then he had a walk, I think. Yeah. So then they brought in the next guy. Yeah, and that that pitch he gave count up didn't help run. him. You and know. then they gave up another home run. So they gave up six runs in that inning. And that seven six D backs. Yeah, and 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 uh, you know. You're waiting for the pitchers to warm up. You know, you got to fucking... Now you're in crisis mode. Like, oh, fuck. What, yeah. Darvish just isn't doing it. It just shows, you know, it, it. that's something that, you know, maybe we start figuring out a little bit earlier, you know, but... And I'll say this. The, <laughs> the classic San Diego thing to do when you're up 6-1 to one in the third, I think it was. Everybody, I'm texting, ah, oh, we're the greatest team ever. Yeah. We're... <laughs> We are I'm, I'm just, a little more realistic isn't this fun? <laughs> oh, man, we're just, and then, boom, the home run starts. It's like, I literally, I was doing work for like a little bit, and I go, shit, what did I miss? We're losing now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So everyone's like, oh, Darvish sucks. It's like, oh, my God, are we going to okay, do this all year? Calm down, calm down. <laughs> and then I said, do we not know, like, who we are, though, as an identity? We get the lead, we give up the lead. And then we take it back. Yeah, exactly. That's who we are. We respond. That's what we do. That's right. That's what we do now. Exactly. Which is, you know, it's not, you'd love to just win 10 to 1. No. But they had a little, you know, they had a little flair. And I will say a lot of their spring training games were very much like that. Where it was, you know, a little bit fighting here and there. Some games were low. Some games were high. You know, it just, it shows, you know, it shows how, I guess, we just need to anticipate games this year from them. And I'll get into that at the end. But to finish the game summary here, we're tied at seven in the uh, going to the bottom of the seventh. You guys get the little, you know, home team, God bless America. You get the stretch in. You're feeling good, you know. It's kind of a nice little half inning where the home team has a great chance to, like, get the crowd going, I think. Yeah, exactly. And it shows how much the crowd, especially in COVID, is effective at bringing the guys up. Cronenworth, first guy up, hits a triple off the wall. Damn near home run. Love Crony. He's back. 
So now I got a guy in third, nobody out. And this was huge, I thought. As a baseball guy, you'd appreciate this. Uh, Jerickson Profar comes up next and just hits a nice little sack fly. Padres up 8-7. There you go. You're one not... out. You did your job. It's just beautiful. It's now, like clockwork. Exactly. And, and if that was his decision or it was the coaching staff's decision, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, is you played it small ball. You played it right. You prepared. That's what good teams do. Exactly. You're not. You just need one. You only need <laughs> you know? one. I don't need, you know. And it's also, too, it shows a little bit of that team mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, guys, I'm, I got this. Yep. Coach, Joel? hey, hey yeah. Tingy, I already know what's going on. <laughs> Tingy. <laughs> That's right. Tingler, man. I, I got it. We're hitting a sack fly. I'm bringing him in, and we're getting the lead. Great at bat. Got a solid bat in the ball. Center fielder didn't even throw it because it was too deep. Perfect. Padres up 8-7. And then we had, uh, who do we have? Pagan, Pomeranz, and Melanson finish off the last three innings. Just. There you go. Beautiful. 8-7. One run victory, first of the year. Great game. Also, I mean, I will say this: Wouldn't you want that as like a first game? Oh yeah. Where we go down, where yeah. like a lot of runs are gone, and you're like, oh fuck, here's classic Padres, yeah. and then fuck no, we're That's gonna come what, back. That's uh, what Mark Sweeney was saying after the game. He's like, wins like that, those one run wins and come from behind are huge for a clubhouse. Morale builder. Oh yeah, and we're a team that's still coming off that high of hey, this is what we did last year, and like we're always in the game, and that's a good all call. that yeah, stuff. Like, that. If you're the Potters, it's like, fuck yeah, man. Like, we can we do got this, boys. This. We, we can do this. And then the people that have already, you know, we have that uh, group camaraderie, too. It's like, this is, you're bringing in those new guys to be like, hey, we're always in it. Yeah, and also, too, it brings in the fans. Mm-hmm. We're br- and we're, we're figuring out, like, hey, it's okay when we're down. Like, exactly. Stay in it. I just, I, exa- that's a great <laughs> Which call. Which is new for us. We're figuring out how to be fans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, because let's like, oh, no, we're doing it again. And we're like, oh, wait, we're good again. Ex- <laughs> let's put it this way. It's a clock. Everyone says it. Crazy. Everyone says it. When you go to a game in San Diego, the the fans leave when the game is bad. Right. And now it's like, well, fuck, the game's bad, but let's get back but into like, it, boys. But, like, maybe it'll be one of those that we've been watching. Exactly. Yeah. Let's maybe not get drunk at the bar and let's come back and watch the game and get drunk watching the game. <laughs> yeah, it was a great, I mean, 8-7, wild game. It's just so remarkable. Um, to put up eight runs, too. Yeah, is that's again, a great, yeah. way different than Potter teams of the past. So let's, like, forget the past. This is where we're at. 2021. We're looking into the future. We got a really good team. I mean, we really have. We put a lot of money into it. <laughs> <laughs> we put a lot of shit into it. So, I mean, if you're the Diamondbacks, you go back and you're like, shit, man. Yeah. I think we have that. Let me. Do you think they'll uh, sweep the Diamondbacks? I think the they will take, will they play three? I think they play three. Then I'll go two out of three. I would love a sweep, though. I'll take the sweep. Sweep would be really strong. Yeah. I think there's always, well, baseball I mean, is we just also, such a weird game. It is, but we also, I don't even think we have a pitcher for our third game yet. I think that's still undecided. Earthquake. Um, <laughs> I don't think we've got a picture yet. Well, who would it be between? Paddock. Ugh. If it's, I mean, see, there's the one right there. Not a Paddock guy. Say that right now. Challenge yeah. me on it. So no. we don't know who's pitching game see, three. It, it, and that, I but that's going to be a big tell, though. It who's, is. And who's I don't the really, number three guy? I don't really like it when teams take a while to pick that decision for a series. Because I want to fucking know, but also, too, it's like, you're uncertain. Yeah, and that, that yeah, kind of. That's but just I, a personal. That's yeah. a personal thing. Yeah, yeah. It's something that I've always thought about with baseball. Is Base, like, yeah. And you're right. Baseball can change. Oh, and it's also a long too, season. And also too, like you want to see maybe how tomorrow's game goes, mm-hmm. and then make your decision. Right. 
And because you got guys, maybe like who's to say what is your bullpen going to look like mm-hmm. too after tomorrow? Yeah, you right. Know? I mean, and, and, and that's what makes ah, now we're once again now sports fans get into the weeds <laughs> of baseball. But uh, like I said, every game's different. We just had a long kind of bullpenny game, yes. so now tomorrow's probably a more you know probably going to lean on Snell a little bit, but also. We got a freaking million games to play, so Snell is going to maybe pitch. How like many innings do you think Snell six, pitched tomorrow? Seven tops. I'm thinking, honestly, I'm. I'm I'd thinking, say probably like six. I'm thinking five and six. Yeah, I'm thinking we're, we're, get the we're win. In April, get the win. Know? Yeah, get the win. See where he's at with the pitch count. You know why it's undecided? I just Whoa. realized <laughs> game three would be Lamet. Oh, that's oh, true. Oh, baby. So we'll see if Lamet is game three. That would be great. That's actually a really good call. But anyways, about that. yeah, we're having like a sidebar during that's the right. podcast. That's, you know, that's, <laughs> that's what that's, editing's that's for. Any, that's what any Padre fan is yeah, going exactly. through Yeah, exactly. That's what right any now. sports fan yeah. is going through. Yeah. I mean, we start talking about this, and then we start, oh. Yeah, and then wait, I get wait, Rick's, wait. I get Rick's one of, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Padres are 1-0. We're undefeated, in other words. That's right, bitch. Undefeated. <laughs> undefeated. Game up on the Dodgers. Hey, I mean, it's not incorrect. No. It's not incorrect. God, so don't man. you know? No, quote me on it. We're undefeated. Game up. Um, Love it. And the Padres. I mean, that was a great game. We're and remarkable how about this? and a great way to start this, the season. The, I, I said we weren't gonna talk about it, but we scored eight runs really without Tatis doing anything. That is, that's no, that's good news. I know. It's great but news. I just didn't think you were gonna bring it up. No, it's it's baseball. Tomorrow, like tomorrow, he'll go like tomorrow's a different five game. Five five. But no, that's yeah. I'm saying that you scored eight runs without. No, I understand. Uh, yeah. I know. I agree yeah, with yeah. you. I agree with you. I think so. That's really pro- like, it. Just hit me. That's why I said it. I was like, yeah. that's, that's promising. That's, it is. That's great it news. is. We, we've we're relying a lot on this young guy, but our team can show that it's not all him. Exactly, because you know what that tells him. I don't have to be on all the time. My boys, of course, got he's me. gonna try to be on all the time, and we owe for that. But yeah, but. I mean, the more comfortable he is to be like, I don't have to fucking hit a home run here, then he's going to go off. He's going to be comfortable. But as fans, how much of that will affect him, right? Because there's a lot of expectation. There's a lot of expectation out of him to perform. Yeah. Who's to say that, you know, he's not getting into his head a little bit. But, and I'm commenting on what you said, the confidence <laughs> from his mm-hmm. his clubhouse shows, boys, we can work together, oh, yeah. and we got this. And I, no, I he's love fine. That. It's one game. Love I was that. just saying, we scored eight without him. Love He'll that. be fine. It's going to be great. Pods are wanting to know. That's let's, right. Let's party. Fire yeah. <laughs> Fire the cannon. And if you can get down there, I mean, get your ass down there. It looks like a blast. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure that out right now. So I think that's that's kind of it. That's I mean, it. I love anything it. Anything else on the, the Friars? No, I, I'm excited for the season. And, you know, this is game one is always, it's like I always say, it's a couple minutes into a football game, couple first series. Yeah, it out. The That's first kind of like game, the first what, like sixty games in MLB, kind of seeing who's who. Yeah, honestly, you get through the first month. For yeah, me is, yeah, yeah. is really good because you know everybody talks about as you get further into the season, your timing gets a little bit better. You oh, see, yeah. seeing a lot of more pitches. I think you get, boys are starting to get a little warmed up. For me, it's always at that right around that month mark. You can kind of tell, like, all right, these guys are yeah, yeah. working cohesively. Oh, and yeah. you, like you said, you get into game sixty games. That's right around the two month mark. Mm-hmm. All right, now they're starting to push. So it's gonna be. I'm really There's excited. Be, I know we're excited, oh, yeah. and There's, I know San Diego's <laughs> excited. Yeah, and that's. 
you know? I don't know. So the San Diego just has this energy about baseball right now. Like, yeah, I was I getting in and out, and the lady I was wearing the potty shirts, like, they win the game. And I was like, they did. And she gave and, you free fries. You know, no free fries, but I'm just saying, she's asking the question. Like, is there starting to be that, like, That's true. circulation? The of, city is concerned with No one gave a shit when results. we were, you know, last place. Anyways, no. we'll talk about that when it matters more. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so we covered... UFC 260 with Francis Ngannou. Potential John Jones matchup there. Coke fight. Um, we <laughs> Not an on Ngannou's side. No, no, no. Um, we got the Final Four coming up. That's hopefully going to be a continuation of great games. Uh, UCLA pulls that one off. Expect a lot of talk about that. That's right. Because yeah. that would be monumental. And we talk, you know, we threw in a, the little pods. That's right, of course. We well, how would we not talk and about there's the going to be a lot of pods. That's right, expect and it. And I think there was also a few jabs at Spanos in there. Oh, which, of course. Fuck that you know, guy. Check our IG for the most recent post. <laughs> if it's up. If it's not, we'll get it up. That's right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Hey. See, Pleasure season. doing Lucky 13 say, with you. I was about to say season 13. Yeah, I was like, what did you say? But <laughs> <laughs> he called me Julio or something. <laughs> like, what the No, hell? episode 13 has been great. Yeah. And I know... Love it. I know Rick's going to bring it up because... He always talks about it, but oh, do it make, sure, make sure make sure we're getting uh, you know interacting with our posts, get our follows, likes, reviews. We need some more reviews on our podcast. We're on Apple Apple and Spotify. We're on a lot of, a lot of other streaming services, but those are our bread and I'm butter throw right now. A little wrinkle in this one as well. Go ahead. If you uh, got a business you run, maybe it's a little small business oh, yeah, and you we'll want to definitely. sponsor it. Yeah, we'll... we can be. You know, we're in talks with a few advertisements right. that uh, we're. You know, when we start getting this thing rolling, we can uh, potentially advertise. So, if that interests you, exactly, we'll throw that one in there. And again, if there's anything you guys want us to bring up, we can argue about. We can agree on. Just let yeah, us know. We need we we need to argue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit, we're, half of this episode, we just started talking about random stuff. But you know what? That's sports banter. That's the banter. That's right. Enjoy the banter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For episode 13, sports banter. Out. Out.